technology is evolving, teams are sprinting, excitement is building, features are launching, and nobody notices. This is Joel Cheeseman of the Chad and Cheese podcast, and that's why Chad and I cooked up Feature-Rama, a brand new competition that pits four established companies against one another with only one emerging victorious awarded the badass belt of technology. Here's the 411. Contestants will receive two minutes to pitch their new feature, and the remaining 13 minutes will be spent with rapid fire QA. This feature Rama puts Zach Linder, vice president of analytics and machine learning at Javite, on the hot seat. Chad and I dropped mad questions while downing drams of bourbon, and Camino's Cindy Saunier helped inject brains and class to the judging panel. Enjoy. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Let's do this. We got Zach. Hit it. Hey, guys. So uh, I'm Zach Linder. I'm the uh, VP of Analytics and Machine Learning at JobBite and super excited to uh, be on today. So uh, real quick on JobBite. So we are an end-to-end talent acquisition uh, company. We're focused on uh, hiring, onboarding, engagement, attraction, and promoting uh, talent to make sure that all customers uh, of ours can succeed in the TA marketplace. Um, focused on companies of all sizes and offer a full suite of solutions like application management, uh, a talent CRM suite, intelligent messaging, uh, including uh, texting and chatbots, uh, interview assessments, mobile apps, onboarding applications, and what we're here to talk about today, a robust analytics platform. So uh, we're really excited about the new analytics tooling we've uh, started from scratch. So, so built this from the ground up. A lot of times analytics are, are locked inside of each of those individual features, but really where you get the power is uh, when, you, when you take it up a level and you can look across the entire spectrum of hiring and, and your talent acquisition pipeline and making sure that, that you understand where, where are things uh, flowing, where, where are the candidates coming from, how can you optimize those sources, and how can you really find and tell that good data story that you want to. So our... Um, our analytics platform is rolling out next month, and it's going to be uh, GA to all of our uh, Jobbyte uh, customers on our ATS. And when when that comes out, again, there'll be lots of um, focus on data storytelling, um, optimization, and source tracking, and how do we tell that end-to-end story from taking candidates from the beginning of the lifecycle through hiring and onboarding all the way through uh, back uh, the beginning of the process. Thank you, Zach. All right, Cindy, hit them. Okay, robust analytics. Um, can I, um, with with the data, can I see how I'm doing uh, compared to other industries or other locations, other employers in, in my area? Yeah, sure thing. So benchmarking is, is definitely one of the standard components of the tooling. So we want to make sure that uh, you're not operating in a vacuum, that you not only understand how you're doing, the, the members of your team are doing, but also all those uh, companies in, in that that industry, that size of company, that that location. So 
we want to be as responsible as we can with that data, right? And make sure that we're aggregating to the right levels, but we want to get down to, to the detail where, where you can really make some changes and, and make sure that you're performing or outperforming uh, similar type companies. Very good. Thank you. You guys have been around for over a decade. You just said that you built this thing from scratch. Number one, why? And was the old version really shit? <laughs> uh, so and Dan Finnegan's uh, watching, so be careful. Yeah, I'm going to take that as a yes. Did you hear that? No, laugh? no, not at all. <laughs> he took a, a big pause right there. No, I, I'm a big fan of always upgrading, right? Let, let's always use uh, cool new things, right? <laughs> uh, no, the, the real reason is it kind of goes back to uh, Jabai's recent acquisition uh, of Telemetry Canvas and Rollpoint. And, and so when you have multiple companies, everyone's got their own data set and data is tough to manage when you're one company, right? Put four companies together and try to figure out how do you look at that data in a unified way that can, can help glean some information and tell a, tell a good story. Uh, that's why we really started from scratch. So one of the first things we did once we consolidated all the companies was to say that, that data was one of the first areas that we wanted to consolidate. And, and that's going to be what we're rolling out uh, here next month, just to make sure that uh, whether you're looking at internal mobility or texting and messaging or ATS versus CRM, that you've got that full view of all that data. So as you're using all those features, um, you can look at it across all the different applications. Okay, so if I'm a talent acquisition leader, what is the holy shit moment that's going to get me to say, yes, I need to have that? Yeah, so I think, uh, first of all, there's a lot of stuff that, that's in there that, that we've got tendencies on that we'd like to see. A lot of this stuff isn't very complicated as much as getting the organization and structure to be able to, to glean those insights off of. So if you think about... Um, Source optimization, for instance. So um, how many candidates do I need at the top of my funnel down to uh, screen, to, to uh, on-site interview, to offer, to hire? What, what does that pipeline look like? And where do I need to be at, at what point in time? And if you think about taking a couple of steps back, how do I get the right people in the top of that funnel at the right, right price point, right? So am I using my sources cor uh, correctly and effectively? Am I searching my own internal database as much as possible? Am I hitting up my own internal candidates as much as possible? So how do we have that full view of this life cycle and, and allow you to not start a new job every time, um, every time you've got a new job description in your system, how can you look at this in, in a very similar way and say, I'm a little ahead or I'm a little behind and here are the things that I need to do. So it's really action oriented, making sure that, that we're helping the recruiters understand where do they need to focus their work on for today. Well, and you can talk, and you're talking about being able to also guide that experience with aggregate data, right? So right, if absolutely. you have sales positions and you're new to the system, then you have really no data to really drive off of. Well, maybe if you've imported a bunch of junk that you've had before, but you can really use your aggregate data. Is 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 that correct? And you can slice it and dice it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, think about like um, if if I've got. 10 people in my queue right now that, uh, that I need to disposition in some way. Um, but I know that for this particular sales job that I'm hiring historically uh, within my company, I, I'm going to need, uh, I've got a 10% hire rate. So I'm going to need at least 10 candidates to get to a certain stage. And so if I don't have those, then I need to go focus part of my time on sourcing while I'm focusing the other part of my time on getting the candidates through the pipeline as quickly as possible to improve that time to fill spot. So uh, yeah, and a lot of that, that's that's using your own company's historical information. And then 
Um, where that doesn't exist, right? For new customers, we definitely rely on benchmarking, uh, just standard uh, across the board data that, that can help provide some insight as to where you need to be focusing your work on for the day. Cindy? Are the reports updated in real time? Yeah, yeah. so um, real time-ish is, is my best answer there. So um, it, the, uh, it, it's gonna be very close to, to real time in the sense of it's, it's gonna be about an hour uh, delayed. So now we're all always balancing this, right? So there we have, uh, I, I checked recently and I, I think we've got about 24 terabytes worth of data in there. So we're, we're, we're crunching through a massive amount of data. And so we always have to balance the, the power of the data with the speed of the data and the, the refresh cycle. Now don't, that's, that's just in part of the analytics platform, right? Where there's the need to have an API to get real-time information, that's definitely going to be a possibility, right? And so um, what information needs to be real-time versus what information is okay to be an hour or so delayed, um, that's what we're, we're continually looking at. And if it were up to me, everything would be real-time. I would just need probably an extra billion or $2 to make that happen. So I got that if you guys around. could help us out with that. That's, an, that's an Amon's couch cushion. Right that's now. right. That's kind of his couch cushions. We talk a lot about the platform and how important that is and how ATSs are going to grow by having, you know, third-party vendors building onto their onto their systems. Talk about how the analytics is bringing together sort of the third-party information, whether that's what I'm paying on a per-click basis on Indeed or what messaging is coming through. I'm going to guess that because you guys own Canvas, and stuff, those those systems are ingrained in the analytics, but talk about how you're you're playing uh, nicely with uh, your partners. Yeah, for sure. So integrations, of course, are key um, in a lot of different ways, and and we we would love to surface all the data that we can, right? So if we can go deeper with an integration and pull in more data that that tells us more insights into um, how those other tools are working and how they're interacting with our systems, uh, we definitely use those integration points to. Um, extract all that value that we can. So if um, if we can get more data through an integration, we absolutely will. And then we'll just use that to improve the quality of the data that sits inside of the Jobbyte systems. Excellent. So we talking about obviously analytics reports, are there diverse hiring reports for hiring companies that your clients can model off of or, or actually benchmark off of? Yeah. So um, again, benchmarking is always something that, that we're working on. And uh, specifically when you're thinking about uh, DNI, uh, we've got some standard reports that, that include that for sure. And it, it, the data is only as good as what's put into the system, right? So some of our customers choose to track this, others do not. But yeah, if the data is there, we can tell you uh, all of the um, data that we've talked about so far with uh, candidates in a pipeline and who's making it through the the various uh, progression of the pipeline through getting to offered and hired. All that can be broken down by uh, age, race, gender, those types of uh, data points where available. So I, I think right now it's going to be very interesting. I, I think we, we've got some interesting things that are going to come out here in the very near future too, uh, to just highlight this. This is something that we've got in the system and uh, it can be utilized in, in ways that people might not have uh, thought about as much uh, uh, prior to uh, the world's events. Now, with regard to that, let's say, for instance, if uh, females in my talent pool fall below a certain benchmark, can I set an alert uh, in the system to let me know or maybe even trigger more jobs going out to some of, the, some of those female-friendly types of sources? Yeah. So when, when we think about analytics, we always think about analytics plus automation, right? And so the, the plus automation is something that, that uh, is, is an evolving process, but that's when we're building things, that's definitely directionally where we want to go. We want to 
stop having to push the button as much and have the button push itself to make sure that that it's not only uh, using the data but uh, using it to act the way that we're telling it to do. Um, but yeah, so alerts are definitely a possibility inside of uh, the analytics tooling, and this is definitely an area that we're expanding on. But um, within the reports and, and data that's coming out, you can set uh, specific alerts on if I get above or below a certain number of benchmark or threshold that you can be alerted uh, as the individual user. Can the candidate, does the candidate see also that there has been a change in their disposition within the company? Uh, so potentially, a lot of that's going to be dependent upon how the workflows are set up inside of the ATS itself. So if it's set up, and again, if you think about the automation component, um, uh, one of the areas that, that we're seeing are there's lots of candidates that, that aren't being dispositioned. So one of the things that, that we're highlighting in analytics is how do you identify uh, which candidates are in a non-disposition status when they should be, right? So if, if there's been a hire and we've got a lot of candidates in a new status, we need to let them know that, sorry, this job's been filled, but here's some other jobs that, that meet your requirements and, and try to keep them engaged, right? Even though it might not be for that particular job, it's it's how do we continue to engage that candidate? So they might not have the, the clarity that the recruiter has on the backside, but we're providing the recruiter and TA professionals the opportunity to see who do they need to reach out to and message and, and notify accordingly. Yeah, because the more the candidate knows, the, even if it's not what they want to hear, the more you right. engage them, the better. Yeah, there's a lot of brand value here, right? It's um, mm -hmm. it's knowing the no is probably uh, better than than knowing nothing, right? You can at least move Absolutely. on, and then the company can reposition those candidates. I mean, we spent a lot of money to get those candidates in the pipeline. Yeah. How do we how do we uh, save extra money and not start from scratch each time and, and have those candidates um, looking at other jobs that they might be a fit for as well? Can I search the internal database first before I go external? Oh yeah, absolutely, for sure. Okay. Um, and, and in fact, we've got a candidate matching uh, capability that's going to come out next month as well. And one of the uh, the first things that uh, it will do is search that internal database. And then Fantastic. when you take that and you add on internal mobility, that's when it gets really exciting yeah. because the the number of candidates that are hired internally uh, from existing employees is pretty astonishing in a lot of cases. And so. Um, and that's free for the most part. And think about the, all the right. time and, and money savings you have from onboarding and, and things like that. So if you look at your existing candidate database, your internal um, uh, employees, then that's where we should start. And if we don't and think about that pipeline again, if we hit all the numbers we need with that pipeline, there's no reason for us to go external. Um, but, it, but if we do, then we'll know how far externally do we need to go. And that way we're not just blasting out big spends to, uh, to to go get a bunch of candidates that we may or may not need. That's very cool. Thank you. Spoiler alert, matching technology, everybody, coming soon. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So on, on that note, who is JobBytes' next acquisition? Uh, well, we've been looking at the podcast world. And, uh, awesome. awesome. <laughs> just, kidding, just kidding. I won't make you answer that question. So yeah. I know you haven't released this yet, but I'm curious. Analytics tends to go from like one extreme to the other, whether it's I just want really basic high-level stuff and I want to spend 24 hours like knee deep into the data. Did you take that into consideration? And will this be an analytics solution that will appeal to both sides of that spectrum? Yeah, that's that's a tough, tough balance, right? Because um, the the data is is hard, right? That we we want to have so much flexibility in the application, and we provide that. Um, the challenge is how do you provide that flexibility with balancing easy reportability? Uh, without having somebody that's a data expert to figure that out, right? You, you shouldn't have to think about, do I need to pivot my data or how do I get a parameter or filter on there? 
to some degree you could, but uh, so uh, we definitely have levels of um, depth to the tool. So if you just want to view and browse and, and kind of interact with some basic filters and checkboxes and things like that, you can definitely do that. If you want to get a little more detailed and go build reports from scratch, um, look at the data models, you can do all that as well. Excellent, Zach. Good Thank job. You, Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Continue watching, everybody. We've got the big announcement coming up. And we out. We out. Thanks, guys. Look for more episodes of Featurama, a chat and cheese podcast series devoted to breaking through the noise and highlighting new recruitment tech and platform features from established companies. Subscribe today on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't miss a single episode, boys and girls. For more, visit chadcheese.com today. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.